What is up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast. On this episode, I have real estate agent Michael Todd. Yes, the last name is the same because he is my brother. We had a great chat about real estate, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Let's go. What up, dude? I'm Michael. What's up? How's it going? Uh, for those of you that don't know, this is my brother, Michael Todd. Uh, he Howdy. is a real estate agent. And remind everyone, well, remind me, but how old are you? 24. 24? Yeah. 24. Okay. Um, so I kind of want to jump in, just kind of elephant in the room. So coronavirus, <laughs> shelter at home, how... Being in the real estate game, how is that affecting you? Because you can't show houses, right? What other yeah. aspect does it affect? Well, so actually, so the beginning, the first couple of weeks were <clears throat> like you can't, you know, they put in place no, you know, crowds more than like 10 or so. And so that basically knocks out open houses um, and like showing property to basically everyone. Um, and then just, you know, buyers and sellers being like, well, I don't, you know, I'm not going to go view homes right now just because you know i don't want to risk it even if you can yeah so that was affected but you know lenders and you know the county recorder's office and all that all those things were still functioning because most of those people can just work from home so the showings have gone down significantly homes are actually still selling um, i can't remember the exact figures but in santa clara county there was about a hundred and like it was like 200 sales or something oh, okay. and it was only down know like maybe 20 percent or something like that so the sale pending went down a little bit um i don't know if it'll show if it'll tell you on online if you look it up nick but that was just data like from the mls which is the, yeah, what does what, that mean what, what it's the multiple listing service which uh realtors use it's kind of like a more detailed zillow Oh, okay. Um, so it's for the for, agents. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So it's got all, it's just, it's basically just a more detailed Zillow. Um, and that whenever you post a home, it, it doesn't have to go on there, but when you're putting a home on the market, you would put it on there. Um, and then those, it actually feeds into Zillow and, you know, Redfin and, and all those, all those things. So, okay. but recently, so just the other day, uh, real estate became a, I guess under federal law, it became an essential service. And oh, where that got confusing okay. was, um, what's it called? The county, the county's mandate under, you know, whatever real estate and, you know, all other services related to it, that mandate of not technically being an essential service overrided the federal. So, okay. So it was an essential business, but since our county said no, oh, it, you know, it, it became, you know, all these realtors were like, oh, well, no, okay, yeah, it's an essential business. We can go act by the, as by usual. By the federal government, though. Yeah. But you're, so yeah. it's almost like the reverse of, you know, like, so at a federal level, and this isn't the only way I can kind of think of it. It's the opposite of marijuana. At a federal level, it's illegal, mm -hmm. but state by state. Like in California, California decided to make it legal, but yeah, at a federal, federal level. level yeah. So it's like the swap. Kind of, yeah. So basically. That's the only way yeah. I could like, think of it as far as. Yeah, those, basically those it became an essential business. Um, and then everyone's like, okay, cool. We can act as, as usual in this and that. And then the county, it was like, well, the county mandate 
or I don't know says what proceeding it goes under, but it is not. And then we got a call. One of our attorneys at the the brokerage in Tarot, uh, I guess, talked to someone in the county and was saying that it, you know, almost back to normal. You still have to do your the social distancing of, mm-hmm. is, it, is it still six feet, I think? I think, uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> so now we can technically show homes and this and that. You can't do open houses um, because that's more, you know, well, I guess you could, but you just have to be like, Limit. okay, only a very few people inside and everyone has to keep their distance. Right. Otherwise yeah. you get fined or it's a misdemeanor or this and that. Shit. Um, but most sellers and buyers right now don't want people to come to their home. You know, even if you do keep six feet away, what if someone has the, yeah. the Koronsky and leaves it on the, yeah. So the I mean, you know, but then there's also a lot of homes get sold that are vacant. So no one is living there, which is, which makes it a lot better in oh, this instance. Okay. So there are still, so there's still home selling. Yeah. It's just at a lot slower rate and a lot more homes came off the market. So when this whole shelter in place, you know, gets lifted, I think for like a couple of weeks or so, people are still going to be a little wary. But then of it's going to, I think it's going to skyrocket. But I think it's going to, I mean, before this, the market was, you know, pretty damn hot. It was pretty good for, for being a seller and for actually a buyer because interest rates were pretty low. And then uh, stock market fell and then, you know, interest rates dropped a little bit. And so we don't know if they'll continue to drop, but a lot of people, buyers are locking in low interest rates right now. So it's not really, I don't know. It's affecting it right now because of, you know, you just, you can't do much, Yeah. you know, but people who are in the middle of transactions, like I'm in the middle of, of two transactions and actually one close the day that the shelter in place went in, I was supposed to have a home close. And I was like, is it going to be delayed? three weeks or something like that. That's not, you know, that it just wouldn't work. I mean, home close as in like the deal is done. Everything's yeah, good. Yeah. It goes okay, through okay. escrow and, and sold and, and all done, everything done. But the recorder's office was still open. So they were actually so, able to okay. record it. So it went through county. fine and everything. It went fine. Yeah. Nice. So, cool. but those people are buying another home. And so <laughs> yeah. we've had to get more inspections and some inspection companies, you know, we're Aren't, like, Oh, we're not going out yeah. this and that. And then, you know, you just don't want a bunch of people running through other people's houses and stuff like this. So, but that one's on its way and it's, and it's going pretty smooth now. Um, it was just a little bit of a hiccup. One thing that I did saw, or I saw, yeah, I can't talk on, um, I tried pulling it up, but business insider, you have to be a member or something, but basically mm-hmm. it was saying that in a way, I mean, after this all closes and this is done, the coronavirus and things get better. Um, you know, it'll take a couple of weeks for people to get their, you know, bearings again and whatnot. Oh, yeah. But they're saying that it's pretty damn good for the real estate market because with the, uh, was it $2 trillion stimulus package, mm-hmm. there's just so much money flooding into the economy and everything. And everything is just going to pick back up and there's going to be people with money to buy a house or an apartment or something. So they're mm-hmm. saying, of course, I can't pull up the article, but it was Business Insider, and I tried looking it up my phone. But they were saying that it's going to be really good for the market because there's just going to be this huge, just flash flood Swarm of of cash. Yeah, cash. I think. Yeah, I think. And so also another thing you have to think when you're when you're like reading things on on real estate and this and that. For if you live in the Bay Area, Silicon Valley is to- a totally different beast than oh yeah, you know the Midwest or, or this and that or other even other big metropolitan areas. Cause just, it would take 
I think it would personally take for another big crash, a huge global economic crisis, not necessarily just a U.S. economic, but that, I mean, I could be wrong and something could happen economically to the U.S. and it could suffer. Um, But I think, I mean, think of it like this, say you were looking for a home within the the couple of weeks prior to the shelter in place Mm -hmm. and say you wanted to be in a new home by the end of this year. So you had to, or you wanted to, or this or that, you might not be searching right now. But I think what a lot of people are doing, especially since they're stuck at home, all they're doing is searching up homes. It's all they, you know, so I think once, you know, they're going to hit the ground running once this thing gets lifted off. And that's also, you know, what most sellers are going to be doing too. So there's probably some sellers who, you know, are are in a pickle where they, you know, either sold their house or trying to sell their house because they bought a new one and they need to be out. Um, So I think there'll be more motivation there. Um, but it's all case by case. There's some people who like, I have a, a listing right now that we were actually going to put on the market, but the shelter in place, you know, came into effect and we're like, okay, well, we'll just reassess once this is once done, it's all done, which we thought would be about, you know, this, this week, this yeah. week or next week. Um, and luckily he's in no rush to sell. Oh, cool. So there you go. He's, but someone know, else might fine. be like, Hey, like someone might be, yeah. you know, have to sell. Yeah. Um, so Shit. This is case by case, but I don't think it'll be affected too much. I just think a lot of buyers right now are uh, locking in low interest rates. Yeah. Um, and there's not a lot of inventory and there wasn't a lot of inventory before this. Mm-hmm. So it might take a little bit to kind of catch up to the, you know, normal amount of homes on the market. But after a couple of weeks or so, you know, we'll, we'll see more homes, you know, going up for sale and then more actually selling. Nice. Um, but homes are right now still, people are still selling homes every day so basically it's kind of in a way like not affected too much it's effective still as working. of it's yeah it's effective as of right now so basically i mean what you know if someone does need to sell their home right now i definitely you know we could we could get it done you can get it done it might be a little trickier uh, might be a little harder to show um, but there's so many other ways that you know we can get the home sold without doing mega yeah. open houses and, and this and that so um is there it might a, just take a, a little bit longer, but I know, I mean, you go on Zillow or anything or say you, you're even showing a house. I mean, I know you've done, you've had photos taken, well, like you go on Zillow, there's the photos and stuff, but mm-hmm. is there like a virtual, like, uh, open house that you can do? Like, yeah. So there's a couple companies and that actually like the, our company wide emails were blowing up okay. when this first came out. People were like, well, you know, can I. You know, there are companies who will do virtual tours and then there's actually like a bunch of, you know, products you can buy now and basically do it yourself. You can like, I think just use your phone and you connect it and you just follow the guide for each room, this and that. And then you upload it to the program um, and then it does that, you know, virtual open house where you're like clicking and it's kind of like, it's kind of like you're there, you know, the actual virtual tour. I think I've seen those. It's like you place that, it's like a... Like this box I showed thing. it to you, I think. Once. Yeah, I can't. Uh, it's like a box, but there's like seven cameras on it, and it does like this yeah. 3D photo scan. Of yeah, it. so there's that when you one, click which on is it, pretty good. Um, like on maps, you know, when you do the street view, yeah, and you, you double click, click and, it, like, and it, goes, like, it makes you like, yeah, that's what you're talking. Okay, yeah, yeah, so there's that, that one. Sick. That one you're talking about that has a bunch of cameras. That one is a little harder for just the average consumer to use because um, it costs. It costs more and it's just more technical, but there's, yeah. I've seen ones come out where you just put your phone and it comes with a fisheye and then it comes on this like basically like tripod and it kind of like, you know, the, 
phone has the capability to do it. It's the software that puts it all together. Like a stitching of yeah. photos. So, so kind of like when your phone, you do like a panoramic photo. It's stitching it in the phone. Yeah, it's like taking like a that. long photo or a video, whatever, oh, okay. and somehow puts it together so that you look like you're in the room and you're just spinning around. That's pretty sick. You go to the next room and that. that. So that's pretty cool. Those, you know, I, those are all right. Um, you know, pictures only do so much. Pictures only do so much. And like a lot of people use, you know, I've had so many instances where I've seen houses online and then I go to them and it's like totally different. That, uh, and then the other, th- yeah. And then the lens. other thing is sometimes it's hard to like figure out layouts, like if, especially if it's a bigger home. Oh, okay. Um, so, you know, I, it, pictures for, for me, I just use pictures, you know, I don't really need a virtual tour. Okay. The goal is just to get them to the home to see it in person. Um, so, so that's kind of like you put quality photos up, you know, good enough, good, you know, yeah. like you're, you know, getting professional photos mm-hmm. or whatnot, but you know, like you just said, getting them to the house. Yeah. So with coronavirus and the shelter in place thing, that's the, the hang up. Yeah. So now yeah, a lot of people are already, doing more, you know, virtual tours virtual. and this and that. Which and then sick. you can do, we sometimes will do videos. So, you know, just, you know, it's introduction. It's you standing outside the house, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it, it's, basically a virtual tour but just I've a video of the home posted some of and those then, yeah. yeah and so Get those are drone those are cool and all that, yeah that cool shit so there's you know certain properties where i'll definitely do it some don't really need it you know it's just kind of case by case if yeah. the client wants it sure then yeah um cool. yeah um kind of take a step back real quick so 24 mm-hmm. and so how long have you had your license for um several years now i don't remember like three exactly when four, I, yeah three maybe did you drink alcohol when you had your license? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I think so. Okay. That I puts honestly, it in perspective. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was, I worked, so I got into it basically, um, I kind of always, I liked marketing and sales and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I always thought real estate seemed pretty well, cool. Well, you used to sell cars before. Yeah. I did that. Yeah. For just like a very little bit and that sucked. Um, <laughs> I was already working at Toyota in like the service department and then. Uh, moved over to sales for just a little bit and then realized I hated it and then wanted to try and get into real estate. So then I found some team to work with um, and was basically just kind of like a, an assistant um, doing really anything I could. Didn't have my license, so I couldn't actually sell, um, but worked with a big team that you know produced a lot, did a lot of deals. So it was cool to see that side. And then they went to a different brokerage and I didn't want to follow them. So I found another smaller group to work with. Okay. Um, I still still did a lot, and so just kind of the same work, you know, helped a little bit with transaction coordination and just you know learning more. And then I got closer and closer. And then Tommy started working um, with Dominic. Yeah. And then he said, "Hey, hey you got to come, you know, join over here, join the team, work, you know, work with them and everything." So I've been doing that for for a couple of years now and loving it. Yeah. Um, and it's fun. It's it's a lot of work. It's because you don't get paid unless you sell something. So, so it's there's like grind. It's like yeah. I don't want to work today. Well. Yeah, you're that's your I mean, if you don't get a good check at the end of the. Yeah. Well, there's no. You know, like for me on my job, it's like every two weeks you get a check. Yeah, it's pretty much just whenever you get a yeah a sale so whenever, or something. So there's no yeah. like consistent income, no, no matter what, yeah. unless you're you have your own property and you rent it out or something. But, yeah. Um. I did have. Wow, I can't spell. I totally spelled that wrong. Um, But just keep going on the license part. So like going into it, um, did you, wait, did you do it first try? Is it like driver's license where you have like, if you mess up once, like, 
Oh, the testing? Yeah. Testing is interesting. So you, some community colleges offer uh, real estate classes. Um, oh, I, didn't I know you don't do think that. that they offer like all of them because you need three. So you need two. You need a principles and a practice, real estate principles, real estate practice. To get your license, you have to, you then, have to take classes? Yeah, you have to take oh, okay. three total. You can't just be like, hey, I'm going to take the test. No. <laughs> um, and you would want, there's a lot. The test is weird. I'll get to that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So you take real estate principles, practice, and then the third one is called like an elective. So you can do, you can learn about appraisals or mortgage um, or like there's like nine other different random things and you, yeah. you don't you have to pick one of them. And so that they leave that up to you, you know, what, what would interest you this and that. And then, so once you take those three classes, which I did online, which most people do, you just do them online and each, each class, once you pass it, which is, it was super easy. It was pretty ridiculous actually. (laughs) Um, uh, you, you get a certificate for each one. Once you have three, then you can fill out and submit the application to take the test. Okay. So you could, blow through the three, you know, the three courses and get to the exam. And I mean, you could essentially just cheat on, on the online test, but that doesn't Uh, help you because you actually need to get a certain score on the real estate exam. Um, And then if you cheat, I mean, yeah, you might pass the test, but then you're just going to be like a a shitty realtor, real, geez, realtor. Yeah. And you're not going to make that much money. So you're like cheating. Yeah. I mean like, but you're going to, you're screwing yourself more. Basically, like yeah. High so school, you can you get it over with. Test, it's yeah. like whatever. Like, but yeah. So, and the the main thing that I got from the test was they they try to confuse you. First couple of questions I would read, and I read it, and I instantly go, "Oh, it's you know A," mm-hmm. or it's you know it's this. Um, and then I went back and reread it, yeah, and well, I was yeah. like, "Well, they threw in that word, or you know this or that." So it's not that anyway. It's you know they Shit. so they try to throw you off. Yeah. So you and it's very because real estate is very situational. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, That's every nice. every deal is different and different things happen all the time. And then you know lots of different variables. So so many. Yeah. So that's why they try to do that to kind of confuse you. So you actually, you know, I guess pay attention to what <laughs> yeah. what yeah, the situation right? is. Um and so for me it, it was weird. So you it was like the testing was all the way in Oakland. So I drove there and like, I just went so that I got my certificate and everything. I submitted the forms and then you wait and they let you know when you can take the test. And so I decided I chose online scheduling when to take my test. Mm-hmm. And um, it was like, okay, you can book now and you can book it whenever you can book it tomorrow. You can book it five weeks from now. Yeah. You know, if you want to study more, there's that. And I was like, okay, I, you know, I, I want to pass it first try, so I'm going to wait. And I'm like, I don't know how much studying to do. I honestly don't know how ready I am. I did some, um, excuse me, some online, like, practice exams. Um, I did pretty well, and I was like, well, and I, then I found out what happens if I fail it. So if I fail it, it turned out that I could take it, like, the next day or the next day. Oh, opening. okay. Is so, it cost money? Yeah, it's like. Did, did you already like, say that? I Sorry, I don't know. I don't okay. remember how much it was. Like fifty bucks or something like that. Okay, so it's not like a grand. No, <laughs> but then like once you, if you fail like two or three times, and they're like, All right, you, dumbass, come on." Then you pay money again, <laughs> or you got to wait a certain amount of time. Um, like you need to go. Study but I was more. like, I was like, I want to wait so I can study more. And I'm yeah. like, and I just like, 
I was reading everything and I guess I, I guess I learned enough. I passed it, but I didn't know how ready I was. So I was like not freaking out, but I was like, should I wait? Should I just do it? And then take that and then, you know, find out what I need to learn and see how it goes. And then, so one night I just scheduled it for the next day. I was just like, screw it. it. I'm just going to go. So I, so I went up there and at the times where I can't remember what time it was, but it was just traffic getting all the way to Oakland. So you're just in your head. Like, so I got there and I was like super nervous and, you know, trying to study as much as I could before, just with like just some cramming, kind of cheat sheet yeah. thing and this and that. And there's, it was like 300 questions or something like that. How long did it take you? I think they give you three hours. Okay. And I think I did it in like an hour. Hour and twenty. Or so something like going that. off of that, like, no, I think an hour thirty because I went over most. I wrote down what answers I wasn't sure about, so I wasn't going to uh, spend too much time on, on one, one question. I was going to kind of, you know, go kind of go with my gut. You know, be like, okay, number twenty-one. I don't know. Number go, fifty. To I'm going to come back. Come back, come back. You know, with a fresh mind. Yeah. So at the end, you're like, all so, right, I have these done. All right, now I have to worry about these 10, 10 problems that I don't know about. Yeah. So that's pretty smart. I've never, damn, yeah. I should have known that in high school. I probably would have done a lot better on tests, dude. So I did that and I was like one of the first people to get done. There was like several people. And so when you go, um, it was on a computer. And so you, you know, you submit it, you, you click done and then you walk into this other room and then they, they hand you back your, I don't know, they do something or whatever. And then they give you a folded piece of paper and they say, don't open it. It has the results on it. Don't open yeah. it until you get into the elevator or to the elevators. Did they say why? I guess they don't want people, people freaking out or, or, you know, other people cheering or this or that. So because that room, <sighs> that room had windows so you could see into that room. You couldn't hear them. Oh. But so you, you go straight. They slide you the paper. They slide you your ID and a key because you have to lock your phone and everything away. Oh, shit. And then so. You say they don't open it until the elevator. So I'm walking back to the elevator and I'm like, like and like the guy, the guy was like almost kind of like a dick, like just no emotion or whatever, yeah. you know, try to like kind of, you know, just make small talk or whatever. Uh, and so I was like, oh, like, he, like, I feel like if I passed, he would have been like smiling, like, oh, here you go. But, right. but nothing no. like just stone cold. Um, so I walked back to the elevator and I opened it. And like the first line is like, uh, you know, congratulations. congratulations. And yeah. I, reread it and like i that's when i started like shaking i was like oh You're fuck like, i, I think it. i passed and i reread it and then i went down uh went downstairs went through the lobby because it was in like the county congratulations it was you like the county office again. or whatever yeah that's what i was like that's what i was looking for i was like congratulations <laughs> you almost made it congratulations uh, you missed one question yeah come so, back tomorrow <laughs> but if if you fail you they tell you your percentage Oh, okay. And if you don't fail, they don't tell you what percentage you got. So you could have gotten like just one point one above point. or a hundred percent. That's and a little I kinda, shisty. I kind of wish I knew, but I kind of don't wish I knew. I like to think I got a hundred percent, but um, <laughs> um, so, so that was, yeah, that was pretty exciting. So like um, going into it and like completing it, doing it first try. And it seems like well, you said you finished it as like one of the first couple people, right? Yeah, which was so, weird because usually when I take tests like back in school, I was like one of the last because I was just, you know. Oh, dude, I had this. I had this separate class to take yeah. tests, dude. Like I was like, and so I finished first and I'm like, did I not like think of these enough? Did I not, you know, this and that? Right. And so you get in your head. 
Um, but it, yeah, so I passed it. It was, it was just weird because I didn't know how, usually you can gauge how well you're doing on a test or this or that, but I just, I just felt like I couldn't gauge where I was at. Cause it's at. some completely new, like, like and besides, it's, yeah. like, you know, in high school and middle school, you've been doing the same like kind of test yeah. for years. So you have yeah. some gauge, but like this, you're jumping yeah. straight into. Yeah. And it's, it's mostly, really and it's new. mostly, so the test is mostly like legal stuff oh, to basically protect was... yourself and know, you know, the laws and, and so you can protect yourself and your clients and, you know, actually do a real estate transaction. It does not teach you at all how to be a salesperson, which you matters more. That which matters more in sales. You could be the smartest person and got a hundred percent on that test, but you can't sell, a but don't know how to sell. You're yeah. not going to do well, but you, and you just, and you just need the yeah. passage just to get. So license. going back to what I was going to ask, um, was it easier than you thought it was going to be harder than you thought it was going to be? Or was it kind of like exactly what you thought it was going to be? Real estate in, in no, general? No, the, uh, the I'm curious about the test. Like, Oh, it was, was it kind of like what you expected harder than you expected or you're like, that was a little easier than I thought. Although you were in your head, yeah. you know, but that's, I mean, I think can always happen. Even if you aced it, no problem. Yeah. You're still in your head. Like, well, at least me, I don't know. Some other people might be like, yeah, no. dude, no problem, bro. I don't I think at, at, when I finished and realized that I passed, I felt like I thought it was easier. But if you failed, you might've been like, man, that was hard. But, and also, but so I finished so quickly, you know, my head went, maybe I didn't actually know all the right answers and my brain uh, was just like, thought I did, but it turned, I mean, I guess I knew enough of them. Right. But I felt the ones that I was, you know, answering pretty quickly. I felt like you knew it definitively. I felt like I knew like, it, but it's just, I was just, you know, needed to pass. I, you know, didn't really want to fail and have to drive all the way back up there yeah. and do it again and again. Um, so I think it was, it was easier than I thought, like, like a week before or like all the time I was studying for it. I was like, oh, this is going to be like a hard test because there's like three or two, two giant books I had to read and study so much vocabulary, so many terms and the, you know, just everything to remember uh, that I was like, I've never even studied it. I feel like I haven't studied anything like this in a yeah. while. So like. And it was something I never knew. Mm -hmm. I was coming into it fresh. You know, you've been doing math all your life. You know, you you get pretty good. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, so when you learn a little bit more, you kind of retain all that. But it was like everything got dropped on me like right away. Mm -hmm. um, and I had to learn it all. So I did. And I did it pretty, I think three months or so. It took me to get So from lessons. like start to study to <laughs> pass the test. Yeah. I think three, maybe four months. Because when you complete all the courses you have to wait because if there's like a thousand people trying to take the test yeah it's going to take them longer to, te to test all those people rather than if there's not as many people testing you know you can get your test date pretty quick yeah. but okay. i had a i had to wait like a it wasn't that long i heard you could some people waited like several months but i waited probably just a couple weeks i think until oh, i got bad. my test date so so it's fine from when you passed and you got your license like how, like how long after did you have your first like open house? Like, cause didn't you do some that were, it wasn't 100% you. It was like someone else, like you're like Dominic. Yeah. It was like, you were kind of like, yeah. Shadowing, shadowing this but like, and that. So how about your, your first like solo mish? It was right away. Really? Yeah. Oh. So I just, you know, 
and open houses are open houses are pretty easy. Were you scared um, for the first one a little bit? Not really. No. Because I mean, you're good with people. With the I mean, team, well, you have to be good. Yeah. With the team I worked with, the first team Season I worked with, long time ago, uh, the first week that I worked with them, I did an open house. Oh. Um, and oh. I was nervous because I just didn't know what to expect because I'd never done it before. Yeah. But it's super, it, but I, it's super, it's super easy. You just you know learn about the home, you know, read all the disclosures yeah. and everything and the reports, and you just you know people are coming to you and asking them questions. And most people nowadays know. Pretty much, if they're going to an open house, they've already looked it up online. Bing, bang, boom. They have they all the info in their pocket. Walk around it and ask some um, questions. And yeah, but it's so open houses are, you know, you can the easiest part of it all. Do you think? Yeah, probably. What's it's just the, like, kind so, of annoying because it's in the middle of the day on the weekends. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, you got to you got to do it. What? So it's not it's not that bad. Do you have like a favorite part that like, I mean, of the whole process, like from say. You have a new client, like from that moment, like what's your favorite aspect? Of course, I mean, I would imagine closing because yeah, ka-ching, but like, yeah, that's, yeah, the that's other part, one. you know, like, of course, I mean, yeah, but other like, than the, other than the that, journey and stuff. Um, favorite part is probably just, you know, getting, I work mostly with listings, okay, uh, listing homes. So I think getting a new listing signed, okay, um, so is probably one of my favorite parts because it's the in between of it's the, prior to you know not knowing if you're going to get the listing but doing all the prep work to help yourself does that mean um, and, like getting a listing like there's a property that's up for sale and you're personally trying to get the listing what does that exactly mean someone that wants to sell their home mm-hmm. and they're interviewing agents okay so say so, i'm trying to buy a home or sell a home. sell a home sorry and i'm looking for someone to do the best job and you're it's almost like not tryouts but like Say you and then Nick yeah. are trying to be my realtor. Yeah. So I just have you to. You want to make yourself look better than him. Yeah. Right? So I okay. just kind of, okay, cool. you know, okay. I just kind of, you know, it's all the preparation and everything. And so that's like, it's not nerve wracking, but it's even when you, th- you're like, okay, I'm pretty sure this person, you know, I've known them for this amount of time. They're probably going to list, you know, with me, this or that, yeah. um, you know, you still, still go in there fully prepared. Um, yeah. Like it is if it's someone that you don't know, or you've never met before, or, you know, um, so I think that's fun. And then you get it signed. Um, but then it doesn't, it's, it just doesn't stop there. You know, you gotta, you know, of get course. the home ready. Yeah. You gotta do all these other things. And there's so many things that can pop up and are you, know, you baking can cookies? Happen, so. Are you baking cookies? No, no. I don't. <laughs> no, no, there's no, uh, strategy for doing your open houses. Now some people, house like some cookies. people will like get like a taco truck to come. Oh, and do like so. It's pretty cool. I'm just cool. gonna go. Not even buy. I'm not gonna buy a house at all. I no, you could just show up. Yeah. Honestly, you just go to open house. Houses. Yeah, just take Very all nice the cookies or something like that. <laughs> sometimes I'll do. Sometimes I'll do cookies and like water, especially if it's hot out. I'll do water. Water. Yeah. I'll keep. I you know keep waters in the fridge and and put a few nice. out and this and that. And so, um, let's see. So how many have you closed? I mean, you're pretty. I, I mean, would know. you still consider pretty. yourself like? I mean, if you're putting it like a sports perspective, like, are you still like considered a rookie or are you? I get, yeah. So a rookie, sport, I guess. Semi-pro? I, don't I don't even, how would you, <laughs> are you, are you a rookie know. to pro? Like, is there semi-pro? Like, um, would you I mean, can, I, yeah, still rookie? My average sales is, you know, pretty, I guess it's, it's more than the average realtor. I'm definitely higher than the average realtor. The average realtor will sell like a, just a few houses a year. Okay. Um, uh, you know, if you look, if you actually look at the averages of homes that realtors sell, it's like 
one to four a year maybe or something like that. One to four a year? Yeah, like around, around this area at so least. So 2019, what do you like? I mean, I don't... Um, yeah, I don't know where that... It just depends on where. I don't. I don't remember how many homes I sold last year. Actually, good amount though. Pretty yeah. decent. Pretty decent amount. Yeah. Like on one hand or over. You have to use two hands. Well, two hands. Two hands. Okay. Um, so like more than five, less than ten. Or yeah. more than ten. And then this year I've been doing pretty well, but this but whole coronavirus whole is just like you know, lagging. It takes a little, you know. So we'll see how it goes after that. But but doing pretty well this year. So. It's the first, the first several years of real estate are like, uh, they call them the state, you're staying alive. You're trying to stay alive and keep your head okay. above water and everything. Cause it, okay. most realtors, when they get in the business, it's hard for them to, you know, build up. It's cause it's, you're building up your business. Yeah. You know, you're, it's, I basically, I'm an independent contractor, mm-hmm. you know, no one is telling me to go to work. No one is, you know, exactly. Yeah. I don't have like a, a boss over my head, you know, when, you know, when is this, this is due, blah, 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 this and that. So it's up to me, mm-hmm. um, which is cool because it makes me work harder. Uh, because if I don't work, then, then I you're out suffer the, the consequences. Exactly. No one's going to pay me. Yeah. Um, so there's that. But I mean, I like it. And it's kind of cool. I can. And what's funny is a lot of people are like, oh, you know, real estate sounds so cool. You get to see all these beautiful homes and um, work whenever you want. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I see some pretty cool homes. And, and that's I guess that's it's fun. Whatever. Um and yeah, work, you know, I get to work whenever I want, which is all the time. But I was going to um, say, you're never like kind of not working. Like yeah. say someone that's oh, yeah. selling a house with you, if they call you and it's a Sunday afternoon, well, they call you. Unless, oh, yeah. I mean, I maybe after you hit like years and years and years of being in the game, yeah. maybe you might be like, hey, it's a Sundays. I don't like yeah. do that. But even then it's like, then you're like, you got that, that hunger for that money. Yeah. Like when I, yeah. I got to help them out. When I'm you know. like doing something else, if I get a client call, I'll definitely answer it. Yeah. Um, the only way I won't answer it is if I'm, you know, doing something like this or, you know, yeah. I'm surfing or, or whatever. Something but, where you can't, like, you yeah. know, you can't answer your phone, you know, like it yeah. makes sense. No, I've uh, done work you know, on the plane, this and that, you know, in, in Hawaii, you take calls, you know, just out yeah, of the country, you know, just, just feed up. You know, but, oh, like, shoot. I got to get to my laptop. Yeah. You know, that's this and sick. that. So that's pretty sick. Um, nice. it's kind of an all, all the time gig if you want to do well, if you want to you know, be successful in it. There's, of you know, course. you can technically be a realtor by just having your license, but uh, you got to put in the hours, anything, you know, you got to technically a realtor, but not really. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, on paper, you're a realtor, but like, mm-hmm. are you selling? Yeah. Are you selling shit? Bro? Yeah. Like, um, do you think you'll ever, I know within like our family, we've talked about flipping houses. Do you think you'll ever get into, well, flipping houses? I, I think so. If, if like a really, really good deal comes across the table where, you know, because it you can, can be it. pretty difficult to make money in flips, you know, kind of especially in this area. But I'm, I'd rather invest into, you know, long term, you know, the appreciation game um, and the residual income of your passive income of just you know, rental property, um, which is super hard in this area because everything is so damn expensive. Yeah. But, you know, hopefully you, know, you buy one property, you know start to pay it off and you build equity and then you either, you know, sell it or pull some more equity out of that, buy another one. This, and you just keep buying and buying and buying. So that's, that's what I, that's my route, yeah. you know? So I'll what if flip like a few or something? Cause that'd be sick. That'd be fun to flip a house. Um, but like, so what if, what if someone that's like trying to list their house and you're like, 
oh, this is a good deal. What if you're like, I'll buy your house. Is that weird? It's not weird. You just got to kind of protect yourself. You got, you know, if that happens, you know, so some people could be like, hey, um, you have a fixed rep or I'll buy it for, you know, X amount. You have to um, make it worth and if, their and while. And if you're, if you're representing yourself as the buyer and you're representing them as the listing agent, um, if you don't do it correctly, you could get sued. You know, they could uh, come back and be like, well, you know, he lied right. to me saying it's only worth this much when it turned out it was worth more. So you can do it. You just got to be like, look, you know, I'll buy it for X amount. But if we put it on the market and fully marketed it, it would be worth, you know, maybe a little more. A little bit more. So it's like, do you want so it? you just got to protect yourself and be like, hey, I, yeah. you know, I let you know. And, you know, you signed this document saying that we could get more for your house if we went through and, you know, listed it and did this and that, yeah. but you said you wanted to sell it quicker. So I bought it. And Here's an option. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's like on the paperwork side, you just got to protect yeah. yourself. So it's not like, uh, I guess frowned, frowned upon would be too harsh quote, you mm-hmm. know, air quotes. Cause it doesn't seem harsh, but like, is it something that's kind of looked weirdly at doing that? Like, no, I mean, unless you're an agent that's been known for just doing you know, it kind all of, the time, kind of scamming people. Yeah. And, and if, you know, someone catches you know if just anyone catches any you know wind of yeah. you know something kind of just don't shady do, happen yeah. so okay uh, but you know you get you hear deals from you know friends and this and that and so it happens sometimes it's not as much as you think but most people want to market their home because that's how you get the most amount of money yeah. you know without a doubt you could sell buyers going against each other yeah oh yeah I, you could sell pumped up you could sell anything off market you know yeah but you're not going to get as much money. Of course. It's just, yeah. you know, Makes sense. Um, there was one thing that I wanted to bring up and we, I can't remember what the I can't remember when we talked about it. Um, I know we were at Best Buy or something like yeah, that. Yeah. We were Best Buy. I think it was yeah. around the holidays or something, something like that. Like that. And mm-hmm. you already know what I'm going to talk about. Uh, Cause I brought it up before this too, but yeah. Um, when you're selling a home, you have mm-hmm. to, so say someone got murdered in the house, right? Yeah. You have to disclose that to, people that are buying it right yeah so you have to if it's been if it has been within the last three years that's not that long yeah well but then if your house is on oh no with the like the murder is within three years yeah um but i'm not going to bring about the murder thing because i already know murder or death or suicide any kind of yeah fatality in a home you have to disclose and so most of them around here because a lot of people around here have been in their homes forever they usually you know yeah you know, they're just, they just have old age. Hospice in their house or I've never came across like a murder or which would be crazy. This, that. Yeah. Um, but going in, I mean, I've, I've personally known that for, I mean, mm-hmm. a while. I mean, I used to yeah. do work with the real estate company that you were with, yeah. and, you know, photo video. So like, yeah. I would hear all the things and stuff, but one that I heard on a podcast, I think it was Joe Rogan and, um, Nick, uh, can you look it up? Um, the Ghostbusters cast. What's his name? Ah, dude. Um, it's going to show up. Dan Aykroyd. They were talking okay. about something with ghosts and stuff like that. Fitting, because Dan Aykroyd, I'm pretty sure, wrote Ghostbusters. <laughs> um, so even if there's like some sort of paranormal, uh, like, I mean, I don't know. What would you call that? Oh, uh, yeah. Paranormal, paranormal activity. activity here. So this is on yeah. Forbes.com. So like. So I guess it depends I, if you believe it or not. I don't know. It's like, just super weird because like 
some people absolutely don't believe in paranormal activity. Yeah. Right. They're like, no way. I don't believe that at all. So it's kind of more of hearsay, you know, like, um, I don't know. There's real. it. There's no like, fo- there's no like document, um, for real estate that says like, mm-hmm. is the home haunted? There's no like paranormal <laughs> inspector that goes out no. and is like certified. Like certified, home, not haunted. Home home inspectors are certified <laughs> to inspect the home, so they can give you, you know, a factual report. But there's no one. There's no ghost hunter that has, you know, uh, that you can certify a license it. to be like it's this is haunted, a hundred percent haunted by you know this degree. So it's kind of hearsay. Now the other, so okay. you, that's pretty much what you're saying. I'm just. Reading. I think most people around here just say like, even if they kind of think their house is haunted, like they've had some weird stuff happen. You know, they're probably like, well, I'm not going to tell anyone that. Like, because they, they just might not think they have to. But technically, anything that could affect, affect. or just affect positively or negatively against oh, okay. the price of the home, you have to disclose, right? If you did, you know, if you did a remodel and you did it two years ago, uh, permitted, you got to disclose that. If you did it unpermitted, you got to disclose you didn't get permits for it because that could, you know, affect the value. Um, and so to some, to some buyers, they wouldn't want to, wouldn't want, would not want to buy a haunted property, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just out of sake of not wanting to buy one. Yeah. Um, so that in fact, it that impacts the price for them. Yeah. Okay. But for some people, like if someone said the home, like, oh, some kind of weird stuff happens sometime, you know. Yeah. If I like the house enough, I'm like, you know, fuck, I'm, I'll buy so. I, like, yeah. If you don't hard believe to like, that, like, you know, whatever, you know, I'll say a prayer or something like that and yeah, get it wiped you know, out. Burn some sage or yeah. some bullshit, you know. Like, so it's like I weird. Like, I guess, like, I the technically, you, I guess you got to disclose it, but it's kind of like, you know, it's hard to determine an actual like haunting. Like, oh, okay. Like, if someone like, if some like crazy ass shit happened, like, oh, like we're pretty sure it's haunted by, we're like 99% sure because, yeah. The, this happened and we have video footage of random weird shit happening then you might want to like um, on this so on Forbes what you know the under the paranormal activity thing it says uh, if you think your house is haunted or you've had an exorcism done I feel like if you had an exorcism done then maybe yeah. enclose it or disclose it sorry but like what you're saying you know, I mean if you think your house is haunted unless you like have like the Annabelle doll yeah. like your your basement has all these you know, have you seen Annabelle? Yeah. Like the basement has all, all the things yeah. like, th- yeah, then I'm going to disclose all that to you. But like, yeah. I, if I would have you to hear talk. I would things, have to ask, like, you know, yeah. well, because different states have different real estate laws. They're okay. They're pretty, you know, across the board, they're pretty much closely the same, the same. Okay. or all the same. Uh, but if someone did, if I was selling a home and they're like, yeah, we're pretty sure it's haunted. I feel like I would just call like Intero's real estate attorney. Yeah. Um, be like, what do you think? What should I do? do I have you know? to. So yeah. I don't know. And okay. I did a little bit of research when we talked about it last, and some people were like, "No, you don't have to," and then other people like were like, "Yes, you have to." But I don't know what states they lived in or or this right. or that, and if they even actually knew the truth. So yeah. I don't know. It's I haven't come across it. I hope I don't. Um, but actually, there was this house uh, that for I've my been sake, to I kind of like, hope you do. <laughs> there was this one house when I worked with the the previous group that mm-hmm. this one house it was. I'm pretty sure it was. Slightly haunted. So like, at least. okay, well like, now are you able to give, like, you don't have to say where, who, blah, 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 Yeah, blah, so blah, it was like, just like this home in Los Gatos and 
So the company, the team I worked with before had like a staging, uh, did their own staging. And so it's like, it was this huge house and we were there like getting it ready for the market. And, um, at near the entrance where the hallway kind of was, it was like a weird hallway where it was like the family room, you know, went down and then it turned into an actual hallway where there was a bedroom and the master bedroom and the stairs. And so there was at the entrance of the house, there was this one guy standing there and, uh, down at the other end, there was on the left, there was a kid's room and then the master bedroom. Mm-hmm. And one of the girls that worked with us, uh, you know, like if someone, if you were like not looking, if you were looking to the left and someone walked by you on your right, you could kind of tell someone walked yeah. by you. Like, like I don't know in an instance, but so she walked out of the kid's room, which was on the left and walked out and I guess, yeah, went right towards the entryway, but it was like, you know, 10, 12 yeah, yards away. Yeah. And <clears throat> so she walked out and kind of felt like someone had walked into the room right after her. Oh. So she turned around to say something to them like, Oh, well, this, you know, whatever. Um, like that gust but, of, like, like yeah, kind of like, like gust of wind that you feel yeah. like if someone passes by you. So oh. she walked out and like when she walked out, she went right. So she was looking right. And then, felt someone like go in on like coming from the other direction and turned around to like say something to them, but, no but n- absolutely no one was there in or out of the room. Nope. And she kind of felt weird. It was like confused and then looked down the hallway to where she was originally walking. And the no, guy no. standing over there, like she didn't like freak out. She just was like, Oh, I thought I felt someone there. Um, but then yeah. didn't think ghost instantly turned and looked so she didn't have like any like confused or scared look on her face but the yeah. guy at the other end was just looking down that way and she did that she did the double take she looked back started walking forward and then he goes did you see that and like no. this guy this guy like legit believed in, in spirits yeah. so he's like and demons or whatever <clears throat> and then like every time we would go to the house <laughs> there would be on the coffee table like the books would be like either like flipped open or whatever. And like only our team had been in the home. It wasn't even on the market yet. So buyers weren't going through Yeah, just like weird it's little things. Shit. And so, um, you know, it was, and I don't know if the sellers said like, Oh yeah, we think it's kind of, you know, we've experienced this or that, but it's hard to determine if, like you what's know, what, you know, could, it could so, be a gust, of, you know, like a draft. Yeah. So I, knows. if I was selling that home, I probably wouldn't be like, Oh yeah, we, you know, when we were getting it ready, we thought there was a ghost in there. I'd be like, yeah. it's hard to tell, you know, what determines it actually being haunted. There's no like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You so, have to have some like real like concrete proof of some, yeah. some haunted crap, dude. Um, so I guess what's, we'll kind of taper this off, but um, being the age you are, you know, I feel like that, I mean, that's pretty young for, I mean, is that like the normal start kind of starting up uh, age are you kind of like are you young for where you're at now or yeah yeah i mean most so, most agents and most top agents are definitely a lot older than me yeah um, there certainly are ones that are well, like, you know my age or yeah. a little bit older who are doing super well and so um i feel like i know where you're going with this is it like a difficulty being young well, or i did have yeah well let's start with that um Cause I did have, it was kind of going to segue all into one perfect, sweet, sweet ending. 
Um, but yeah, I guess, is it like being the age that you are in like a pretty competitive scenario? Oh yeah. I mean, I would imagine that when you talk to people, like, I guess when someone is trying to like sell their house and they see you, Mm -hmm. which good looking dude, but you're young and then they see the 45 year old slick back hair with the $5,000 suit. I'm just pulling bullshit out of the air, but like what, I mean, I would imagine that that's hard and you just would imagine pushes you harder to go. Yeah. (laughs) It can, it, it could like, if you think about it that way, it could mentally be like, Oh, I'm never going to, you know, win a listing or, you know, how this or that because you know i'm i'm just too young blah blah you could think that way and that'll you know negatively affect your business or you can just go what i think is i'm just you know yeah I'll, yeah i'm young yeah. um but i'm hard working like how years you know, and i'll be that guy this is i may not have the full you know 30 years of experience but i have you know the experience i have and so it's and it's more about the way that you carry yourself um and you know yeah. and, and a lot of sales is just connecting with the person Mm-hmm. So I could be the smartest person in the world, but I could just be, you know, monotone and boring and not have the, you know, not tell the sellers, you know, what they need to hear um, for me to, you know, win the listing. Of course. Although I'd be like, well, I'm tech, you know, I'm the smartest person in the world, but they'll be like, well, we but just didn't like you. Yeah. You got to be personal. So people don't necessarily always list with the absolute best. You know, it's, it's, it's the vibe. Kind of turns out to who they like and yeah. this and that. And a lot of it is, you know, okay, well, we've seen, you know, we've seen you market enough to our area. We see the business oh, you're doing, this and that. So there's a lot that comes taste, into it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. I've actually had, um, I went to this house um, on a listing appointment um, and it was someone that I had never met before. So I had to build rapport and start mm-hmm. the relationship from scratch. And I knocked on the door and she opened it and she was like, oh my God, you look like you're 17. Um oh. And at first I would just, you know, I just laughed yeah, and yeah. I'm like, oh damn it. Like that's her first, she might think I'm too young to whatever, but oh, yeah. I ended up, I got the, I got the listing and I sold it for them. Nice. So, you, you know, talk, yeah, you talk really you just, well. Yeah. If, if you have confidence, people see that, you know, if you're a nice person, if you get along, if they like you, yeah. if they feel like you can handle the job, you know, Sweet. so, but some people will be like, well, yeah, I just think, you, you know, want someone who's been in the business for longer, this, you know, that. It's all, you know, mean, yeah, it just, it just depends, depends on what so. they want and yeah. the vibe and, and so. whatnot. So, um, I guess for, for, uh, people out there listening that want to become real estate agent, whether they're, you know, 24, 20, 34, 50, 60, like, do you have like <laughs> any kind of advice? Like, I'm sure it's kind of, if you just listen to this episode, mm-hmm. you kind of did brush over certain things, but maybe just like a a quick just fire off like hey like here's some tips or or something um i get a lot of i get a lot of messages actually people saying hey i want to you know get into the real estate business oh, i you know i want you know what should i do you know it's hard to you know because when you start out it, you're there's no one who's giving you listings really you know unless yeah. you got super lucky with whatever you know from something else but um i would join a team mm-hmm. um you know do as many open houses as you can. Um, build up your sphere of influence. It's just people who you already know. Those are the people most likely to work with you um, and refer business to you. So I would say, number one, work work with a team because that'll speed up your your learning curve. 
and help you get, you know, up to speed and get you closer to doing your own deals and, and this and that. So if you start from your, if you start, but that doesn't mean you can't do it on your own. Yeah. You know, there's tons of people who've done it on their own. Longer Um, or it could take longer. Yeah. But I just, you know, I like work, I like working with teams, even though I'm doing, you know, a lot of my transactions, you know, pretty solo. Um, but it's just nice to have, you know, that team structure, especially, um, what I like about our team is the accountability. You know, we have, you know, accountability, you know, like text messages, and then we have, you know, weekly meetings and this and that to, you know, kind of motivate each other to keep us going. Cause it, cool. it can be kind of a boring business Yeah, doing it by yourself. Oh yeah. Um, I wouldn't want to do it by myself. I would always want to be working with a, at least an accountability team, you know, someone who were, you know, always talking, always, you know, motivating and pushing each other to, you know, reach our goals and actually get to work and, and this and that. So, right on. um, but yeah, I think that, yeah, so that's the, that, probably the biggest thing. Find a team, find a team and just work as much as you can, yeah. Grind. Um, learn as much as you can and be, you know, if you're going to do like marketing and all that, just be consistent. Right on. You know, you don't have to spend a million bucks, um, but you know, if you're consistent and where you're, you know, farming, where you're marketing this and that, uh, you're going to get better results than going, okay, this didn't work. I'm going to, you know, move locations, um, this and that, and then just practice, you know, your skills you know, read sales books, listen, there's, you can learn almost anything on YouTube nowadays. So Dude. look up sales videos, just, you know, how to Dude. interact, how to negotiate. And it's, and not in the fact of, um, you know, people think sales people are just, you know, liars. So when people are like, Oh, you know, learning negotiating, you're just learning how to, you know, lie to people and, and, you know, twist and turn, you know, but it, it helps when, you know, you know, when there's an objection that comes up, you need to know how to handle that. Yeah. So another huge thing, objection handlers, you know, cause you're going to get those constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so just look up videos on YouTube. There's trillions of them. Um, maybe read some own. sales books or right. yeah, maybe eventually, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, join a team or, you know, find, you know, buddy who also is going to the business and you can help each other out. Um, and then just connect with, you know, find an op, pick a, a company to work with and, you know, get in contact with your manager and, and all that. And, you know, maybe find some interview, some top realtors, you know, just ask what they do, you know, ask for more advice. Yeah. Um, see, cause you know, there's something that worked for one agent who's not going to work. It's not going to work for me. Exactly. Um, so then I, you know, I talk to someone else and I go, okay, maybe I'll try that. And that's been working for me. And then you find your own kind of, kind of find your own mojo. Yeah, yep. I guess you could say, yeah, find your own. Mo- yeah. Yeah. So just, you know, try things out be, and then be consistent on what's working. Cool. Um, join a team maybe right on um is there any social media things you want to shout out where people can follow you um i mean really anything you want to yeah what's last out there your your, you know real estate stuff your personal like anything oh yeah my so my real estate page is michael todd realtor that's m-i-c-h-a-e-l-t-o-d-d realtor um and then my um main account is it's dot mike mike i think i think so i can look it up and put it in the uh the notes, yeah it's but. it's dot mike mike sweet yeah. so you can uh direct message me there sometimes i lag on um uh, answering to people in there i don't know why um but you can sh- you know follow me or, or shoot me a dm and just ask some questions and yeah um maybe if you're in the area grab coffee or something like that if you want to chat yeah he loves um, fills, so about uh yeah so when fills. the shelter in place is open we can we can do that <laughs> Sweet, dude. Well, uh, cool. Yeah. Let's play some uh, NHL. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, all right. Yeah. So this uh, shelter in place, once the shelter in place got 
extended 30 days. I went on and bought a PS4. Um, <laughs> it was so and awesome. We used to play NHL like nine, what NHL like nine, two thousand, like 99 or something. I don't know. I don't know. We, I don't we, remember which one. Throughout the years, like different consoles, like, yeah. Cause we used to have like the PlayStation. Had all, the all that. I mean, yeah, remember I had like the, the gray, the, it was like the portable. PlayStation oh, yeah. One. yeah. The, the smaller the one and it yeah. comes with the attachable screen. Yeah. Like, we had the mm-hmm. other, the first PlayStation where they made it black. So we've had like, oh yeah, all, many, but we'd many, always have yeah. so uh, NHL, yeah. NHL, like NHL hits. That's what's one of them. Oh, called. One NHL where, hits. Where you play with the, the bobblehead. Yeah. Oh, dude, they need to bring uh, that back, man. And then so I just bought that and so open. We're gonna do like a maybe a little mini tournament after this. We'll have to figure out how to make that work and yeah, that, so um, yeah, there might be a mode on there. I don't figure. Well, it out. we can figure. But right yeah. on. Uh, cool. Any any last words? I mean, you kind of already did the little um, little tip tip tip. Yeah. Little Thanks tip. for joining. Thanks for having me on here. You're welcome. It's always a always a pleasure. Oh, always, <laughs> always a pleasure. All right, cool. Right on. Bye. Deuces. Mm-hmm.